Section 87 of Egypt, Africa, and Arabia. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by phone. The World Story, Volume 3, Egypt, Africa, and Arabia. Edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 87. The Square House, or Kaaba, by Haji Khan and Wilfred Sparoy. The square house, or Kaaba, stands almost in the centre of the harem, rather nearer to the west than to the east. Footnote. Harem here means courtyard of the mosque. End of footnote. The ground whereon it lies is accounted holy, since it was here that Adam, after his expulsion from the Garden of Eden, first worshipped his creator, a tent being sent down from heaven for the purpose. This act of grace on the part of the heavenly host was the compassionate result of a conference over which the archangel Gabriel had presided. There was substituted for the tent by Adam's son, Seth, a structure of clay and stone, which was rebuilt at a later period, under the superintendence of Abraham and Ishmael his son. So much for the legendary history of the house. The task of restoring the sacred edifice, in the time of ignorance, fell to the lot of the four chief tribes of Arabia. It was rebuilt by the Quraysh a few years after Muhammad's birth, and was destroyed by the Torrents thirty-five years after its completion. Then ensued a tribal war, each of the clans claiming for itself a complete side of the house which should face its tents, till the cause of strife was settled by an agreement among the contending tribes to accept the arbitration of Abu Amid, the chief of the Quraysh. The decision of Abu Amid was that the tribe should abide by the determination of the man who, on the following Friday afternoon, should be the first to leave the mosque. So haphazard an arrangement was bound to appeal to the sportsmanlike instinct of a race that has ever been wont to test the wisdom of its actions by the arbitrament of chance. The warriors sheathed their swords, and when the fateful day arrived not a single murmur was raised against the man who, being the first to reach the open air, set about planning the building as it now appears. This man, it is said, was Mohammed. The Kaaba, which was certainly reconstructed in the year 1627, the success of sharifs and sultans adding to its interior decorations, is said to have been destroyed and restored twelve times since the death of the Prophet. In shape, the Kaaba is an almost solid square, having from outside a length of fourteen yards, and being eleven yards broad and sixteen yards high. From afar it has the look of an immense block of dark-coloured granite. The double roof is supported from within by pillars of aloe wood. The gateway, which fills a considerable portion of the eastern wall, is raised about six feet from the ground, and measures in height some four yards, as far as I could gauge. The door itself is made of aloe wood, and is covered over with plates of solid silver, and studded with heavy silver nails. The precious metal was presented to the house in 959 of the Hegira by the generous Sultan Soliman. Inlaid in the eastern end of the southern wall of the Kaaba is the famous Black Stone, which might be said to be the centre of the pilgrims' circling aspirations, and the pivot of their circumambulations round the sacred precincts. Another stone, marking the sepulchre of Ishmael, lies at the base of the northern wall, and from the roof above there projects a horizontal semicircular rainspout which, including the end fixed in the wall, is five yards long, measures twenty-four inches in width, and is made of massive gold. The water flows from the lip of the split pipe to the floor of the harem below. 
the tomb of abraham the legendary builder of the temple is situated close by to the east not far from the gate of beni shaibeh the prophet's faithful followers when they say their prayers must turn their faces in the direction of the kaaba no matter where they may be this ascertaining of the exact position of the house of god which is the centre of the holy city is called taking the qibla or outlook thus the mohammedans of syria and those beyond it to the north having fixed the qibla are face to face with the northern wall sacred to the stone of ishmael and the gold rainspout their prayers are therefore sure to be heard those of persia turkestan northern india sindh and a part of china look in the direction of the northeastern angle called the rokne aragi which is an equally blessed outlook since the door of the house is on the eastern side and rather more to the north than the south thereof the faces of the muslims of aden of southern india of madagascar and of australia are turned to the eastern wall or the southeastern corner of it while those of the faithful of constantinople as well as those of the mohammedans of some parts of russia are opposite to the western wall of the sacred building the boers believe themselves to be the chosen people it is a pity they are not mohammedans for if they were they would be considered now the chosen people of islam for the simple reason that they would face the southern wall of the kaaba wherein is laid the black stone of immemorial sanctity but the prayers the most acceptable to god when all is said and done are the prayers raised from any quarter within the harem of the house of allah on earth the interior of the kaaba is far more impressive than the exterior the silver threshold is reached by means of a staircase running on wheels there the pilgrim must prostrate himself asking god to grant him his heart's desire he must be careful to maintain the correct demeanour closing his eyes and lifting up his hands inasmuch as the angels who are believed to keep watch over the entrance are quick to resent the slightest breach in the prescribed ceremony the guide who accompanied me assured me of the fact he was good enough to see that i had forgotten neither my rosary of ninety-nine beads corresponding with the wondrous names of god used in prayer nor yet the lamp of clay called more whereon are stamped the self-same names together with those of the twelve imams and prophets it was on the clay that i bowed my head in contrition when i fell on my knees my guide who had also prostrated himself expressed the conviction on rising that the angels were on his side i was also about to declare myself to be on the side of the angels when a couple of sturdy pilgrims in their impatience to behold the light of their eyes wedged me tight between their bulky forms and then hustled me to the ground adding insult to injury by being obviously unconscious of the presence of my humble body they were absent-minded beggars with a vengeance when i had crossed the door-sill i was overcome by a sense of my own unworthiness so that i pardoned the men who had offended me i raised my eyes the ceiling was flat and supported on three columns of aloe wood and from it hung vases of great beauty on delicate gold chains the walls were covered with red velvet save where in white squares were written in arabic characters the words allah ja jalala praise to god the almighty the velvet is said to have been a gift from sultan abdul aziz in the corner formed by the northern and eastern walls there is a door leading to the roof this door which is called the door of repentance is closed to the public but a prayer said on the hither side of the threshold meets with a gracious response and the pilgrim is clean washed of his sins if he but touch the wood with his hand the floor is now flagged with marble the work of some twenty years ago End of section 87. This recording is in the public domain.